Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the bonus episode. Of yo, 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 yo. What's up, gangster? Um, I've got a parcel that's just arrived here. Yeah. Into the studio. It's a box. It's addressed to me. Yeah. And on it, there's a note, and it says, "Please read me before opening." I don't know what's in this, guys. I'm opening have, up. Have we have we scanned it to check? There's no. Anthrax in it or something. It says, "Hi Jamie, a little gift from Matt Edmondson inside. I'd love you to grab your phone and film you opening the box inside this one, and then tag me on Instagram. See you soon." So it's a bit of sort of promo. So that's what it was. So I, 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 I have to open it with my phone. I can't just do that right now. I thought it was going to be something really that is exciting. It's a present. Terrible intro to a podcast. It's not a terrible intro. You've had a present, a box yeah. arrived that they can't see. Yeah. A present that you now can't open. Yeah. And now we're just moving on from it. Yeah, awesome. Well, I love the power of this uh, this medium. It's, this is that's what happens sometimes. What what do, what do we expect it to be? I was hoping it was like a fist, just come out and punch you like in Jackass. <laughs> that would be, or just someone's actual fist. That would make my. That would be terrifying. Or what? A severed fist. If it's just someone's severed fist. What, is, what would be the weirdest thing to receive in the post? No. Uh, no, no no context no context nothing attached to it that you can place to anyone the weirdest thing to to i receive what would be the weirdest thing oh you would open up and it would be a dollhouse but it would be a house of my first ever house i swear on the last podcast when we were talking about think of the weirdest things that a doll a poly pocket came up have you, have you got some is. sort of a weirdest weird thing in the world this would be weird if i, re- I, I opened a box and in the box was a, a doll size image like sh- image of my old house that i lived in and i looked inside and there were there was a family living in there but it was me in in the past <laughs> i mean that would be that it would that, be that would be weird that would what, be really how, weird. what would you then do for the rest of the day would you would you be able to compartmentalize it i don't just, know what i would do just get on with your day or or what would be weir- weirder i open up the box i look inside and it's a mirror into the future 
That would be weird. What do you see? I don't know exactly. What do you see? Is it just a reflection? You just see you, but older. <laughs> You'd immediately be on the phone to your surgeon. <laughs> what? We're going to need more. We need reinforcements. We need more Botox. <laughs> Botox. Uh, uh, we need more some Botox. Yeah, give me some of that Botox. Give me some of that Botox. <laughs> um, what would be if you, you were given a superpower? And they were like, uh, you, you're given the power to fly. You, you've been given the flower, the, the power, flower? You've, you've been given, given the, the flower to power. You've given the power to um, read minds. What would be the worst what, superpower? Uh, like a really lame to, one. As soon as you fell in love with someone, they turned into a quaver. <laughs> and it was raining. <laughs> that would suck. Anyone, anyone that you love just immediately turned into like, what's it? Yeah, but that's like, that's like a curse. I, I think, no, I think. Well, some would say it's a, I mean, you could use it as a power intentionally fell in love with someone you wanted to kill you hated them no there must be worse powers like running on water would be a shit power okay it would be a great power running on water you can be invisible for 24 hours but you can't move yeah you're just stuck in that position which if you're a voyeurist and you like wanking in cupboards probably actually wouldn't need to be in the cupboard (laughs) you wouldn't even need to be in there yeah yeah. you'd stand you'd stand very proudly outside of the cupboard what else would be uh, be able to read books really quickly that's great no but if you that's got like given a that's power, like super intelligence you're given a power it's not super intelligence i think that's pretty good if you could just consume knowledge like rapidly if someone said to you you're going to be able to breathe fire i'd be like that is sick and they turned to me and said you're gonna be able to read really fast i'd be like that is what i don't want to read really fast well, I I, yeah i mean it depends what you want to do with your life what what are you going to go and do? Breathing fire, cook things, <laughs> probably really badly. Yeah, what? Are... Just singe the shit out of like. Of Actually, that's true. What would you do if you could breathe fire? Heat probably it would be actually quite useful in the housing heating <laughs> crisis. But we just go and round and blow <laughs> blow under people's houses. <laughs> just, you could create some sort of contraption. I mean, like a old like a what? Just blow on the radiator for a bit. <laughs> Try not to burn the house down. Uh... Um. My weekend was um, pretty tarsome, I'm not going to lie. Really? It was a tarsome weekend, big boy. But you were living the dream, so I don't get... No, you're, well, it was you're, tarsome. You're a radio presenter. Yeah, the radio presenting is, is, is Friday, Sunday, Sunday. It's pretty tiring at times. And and I also, for the first time in a while, had a couple of drinks on Friday. That's the real reason. Yeah. That's the real reason. How was it? It's, it was a lot of drinking. What's that? Yeah. What what brought that on? Don't know. It felt like it. It felt like I was like, okay, I could, I could do this. Right. Okay, I, like, you, I could do I, this. This is what happens. I feel like... When you when you stop drinking, not just you uh, specifically, but like you get to a stage where you feel confident again that mm. it's fine, and then you drink again and you go, it's not fine. But but I had so I had this like drinking thing on Friday, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna do it. I I had like I've had like a three day hangover, a three day hangover. Yeah. To the point where yesterday when I finished, like I, I almost to the point where I think I'm ill. I didn't even like drink that much. Like I was definitely ill on the Friday. I was like felt like ill on the sa- sa- Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. I then feel a bit funky today to the point where I was feeling so unwell last night yeah. that I've been prescribed before these things called clonosy pants. Clonosy? Clonosy pants, which are like, I think they're well, like they, an anti-anxiety pill. They make right? your nose smaller. They, they're clonosy pants. They're, they're like an anti-anxiety pill. Oh, they're, they're like a sleeping pill, right? They're not a sleeping pill. They're like an anti-anxiety one. Yeah. And I, and I had them ever since lockdown, so I haven't even like touched them. They've just been in my cupboard or whatever. And, and... They were in the cupboard, and I thought, do you know what I thought? It came with Sunday night, I thought, I might take one of those. Yeah. How did it go down? I took it, and I started to feel really <clears throat> weird. And so suddenly I thought that the Kenozman was out of date. Oh, God. And I had taken an out-of-date one, 
And then... <laughs> you really sound like you were spiralling. And then I was spiralling really hard that, that I thought my speech was becoming bad. I was like, I don't think I can really talk. And the whole I, thing was miserable. I feel like you self-induce a lot of your ailments. Yeah, of course I do. Like you had a dead leg. That was the worst though. That yeah. was, dude, that was the worst. Oh, it's not the worst. And that it? was that was scary as anything. Hundred percent, that was scary. I feel like you're going to worry yourself sick. Have you ever quite, had, li- quite literally? Have you ever had moments in your life where you've worried yourself into a situation? Yes. Come and give it to me. I thought I had AIDS once. You did back in the day. Yeah, go and give you, it to me. We used to get like get worried about these things. You know, you go for an STI check, and obviously that is a an option that could happen. You never know, like. Yeah, of course, happen. it's always an option. So, and then sometimes you have to wait. And I remember I'd gone down to my grand's house down in um, Cornwall. Mm-hmm. There's no signal there whatsoever where she was. So I had to give them my landline to ring through for the results. But obviously I didn't want my grand to pick up the phone. So I had to like sit next to the phone for like two days just waiting for them to call. Because you were so nervous. Well, no, because I didn't want her to pick it up. But in, in doing that, I then had a lot of time to think about what the result might about be. Life. And then I thought I might get something like really bad. Yeah, that's scary. Is that too bad to put in a podcast? Well, you've said it now. Yeah, it sounds a bit heavy. Yeah, but but... I think that happens with a lot of men, a lot of like health things. Well, it's that whole like Google paradox, isn't it? You you Google Google symptoms and you've got HIV or you've got cancer. I told you when I had my dead leg the other day, I Googled it and they said, oh, you've got MS. Yeah. That was terrifying. It's yeah. terrifying. I've had it so many times. I remember when we were filming somewhere abroad and I went to the bathroom and I was taking a pee and... And I and I held one of my testicles, and I I was I, I was convinced I had a lump on it, mm. convinced, and to the point where I had to phone my mum and show it to her. How on Facetime? <laughs> I mean, I Facetime. I mum. mean, you're going to have to have some pretty good high quality internet yeah. for for her to be able to because generally if it's a lump you can detect it obviously she's not going to see it through it wasn't a lump though i, I checked it out later. like mum look it's okay isn't it and then and then i did say else to my mom. this was the worst i did to my mum i eight years and years ago i um whenever i whenever i orgasmed oh, you always say it well i don't understand how you want me to say it <laughs> i don't know just not like that well, well like what what do you want me to say <laughs> When I climaxed? <laughs> yeah. Why do you want to say that? That's even worse. Exactly. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Just say it. When Let's I, when I orgasmed, yeah. I, um, it looked like it was a bit rusty. It looked like it was rusty. Sorry, what did your penis or your the semen? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> rusty semen is a, is a phrase I've never heard of in my life, and I never want to hear it of again. Rusty. Oh, a bit rusty down there. Sorry about that, babe. Sounds That's... like some old some old fisherman. He's rusty semen. <laughs> rusty. My boxing. He got, an, he got an anchor caught through his, his leg. We call him rusty semen. <laughs> what do you mean? You're... Yeah, um, your cum was rusty. The semen was a, was a bit. It's actually, making me feel sick. Like what? Like <laughs> bloody or something? I think so. So now I found oh, it was like it was sort of blood. I think quite semen. lightheaded. It was blood in the semen. <laughs> All right, and but it's very very not. It's not harmful in any way whatsoever. Obviously, there can be sometimes if it is, but this occasion it wasn't. Okay, and I was really freaking out about it. I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah so I'd, I'd be, I then I'd be worried. I then. I then oh my god! I had to tell my mum about that as well. Your poor mum. Put, I, I mean, mean just sh- like, that's weird, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did, did they know where it came from? Where they got the rust? Yeah, it came from my testicles. 
Oh, the black. I don't know. Sometimes not, it, not, not this. I'm pretty sure they they know that bit. Yeah, it just it was a real hell. I'm going to, and it was all fine. I got all tested. Was this recently? No, a few years ago. A few years ago. Do you, do you have TikTok? No. Oh, you, there's a test that you can do on TikTok where you slide through. It's like a like quiz game, and you have to slide through TikTok, and you have to get to ten slide throughs before you see like a girl in a bikini or whatever like that. Because your algorithm goes to that. Oh, are you going to try and do that on me? I was going to do Should we do it on me? Yeah. Okay. Let's see how long it takes to get to a <laughs> sure, yeah. teenager gyrating on your, <laughs> no, on your it's phone. Not. So the trend on TikTok is basically saying that our boys have these algorithms where basically uh, people who are looking sexy in bikinis or whatever it is, it flashes up on the phone. You have to, what you have to do, you have to slide through 10 before you get to something which can be, it can be described as sexual. Okay. What do you mean? I'm just confused. Why is that confusing? What do you mean? So you TikTok have... is here like this. Oh, right. So so you, oh, you have to see if you can get 10 non-sexual slides. You have to go through 10 slides with, without seeing without anyone... Without seeing anything that's kind of sexual. Without seeing anyone like shaking their um, butt or anything like that. And what happens if you don't? Well, we and lose. also, also it's that's in the eye of the beholder because a cat with a no, no, dressed okay. as a parrot could be sexual. Okay, but we, we, I think we know what it is. So should I give it a go? Here we go. <laughs> okay, Ready? right, let's go. So number one... It's it's nothing. It, well, he's all right. He's good looking. He's talking about Ryan Reynolds. Okay, this is on TikTok. <laughs> Number two, it's a football thing. Hey, he's doing well. Number Sexy three, play. it's someone with some food. Number four, it's movie releases. Number five, it's a guy walking into the... Number six, it's someone eating food. Come on. Number seven, it's someone playing music. Number eight, is oh. tw- 20, 60 <laughs> photos. No. Wait, hang on, but we don't know what the photos Number are. Nine, Number nine, it's a coffee. Number ten, hey, Wait. we did it. Yours mostly just men. Yeah, mine was just a bunch of guys. Um, mine wouldn't be bad. Were they not? Mine would just be sort of... What do you think your algorithm But But, but apparently in China, yeah. TikTok is very different. I actually don't yeah. think it's called TikTok. But I told you this. But apparently apparently they see like aspirational stuff. It's all like kind of uplifting and, and it's not kind of... Uh, yeah. De- de- not derogatory, but like doesn't like affect like kids' mental health as much. It's like nice stuff. Whereas in, in the West, it's all like, wait, here's a raccoon shaking its ass. Oh, here's a... Booty with a yeah, I know. Like, you, you, know, that... you know China owns TikTok as well. Yeah, no, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. So in China, what they do is there are times that you're allowed to go on social media if you're under a certain age. So I think it's like from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. or whatever it is, or 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. You can't go on social media. Yeah. Um, if you're below 16, every three scrolls you do, it comes up with a thing saying, would you like to keep scrolling or would you like to do something else? And if you're under 16, it doesn't have like TikTok dance stuff that has like patriotic things or geography projects or history things. It's all kind of titled to you to like be interesting. Yeah. Rather than what we have is it just people just, and TikTok's like this copycat system where people just jump on it and. Yeah. I guess, I guess there's maybe, there's two reasonings for that. There's the one where you could go, oh my God, a trying to trying to sort of dissolve the minds and souls of yeah, of the western world or is it because the the app would only succeed in the western world if it fits into a model yeah, and prescribes to what we that, we're going to change it well change. i don't have tiktok so that would be my superpower what? i blow up all social media and create my own <laughs> <laughs> many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Um, Would you get rid of social media if you could? No, it's, it's such a catch-22 because I do think as a technology, it could be so great. It's just, again, like so many things, we fuck it up. We like we let things get in the way. Greed and the the struggle for power mm. gets in the way, and it just ends up becoming a not a good thing. Um, but I, I think it can be so useful. I mean, like for the the transfer of knowledge and like being able to learn stuff is is really cool. Like, I think so. We have a lot of access to stuff today, which can be very useful for mental health, for spiritual learning, for just like helping yourself. But again, there's a weird paradox because yeah, there's great access to that, but at the same time, we have this massive, like negative side of it that's maybe counterbalancing it. So it's like they almost cancel cancel each other. You're speaking the bloody truth, there, dude. You're speaking the bloody truth. You know what? They've released a movie. Okay, get out of here. Tell me. Called the Cocaine Bear. Oh, okay. Tell me more. Which actually, weirdly, I'd seen a fact on Twitter. Yeah. The day before, I then saw the ad. Um, there's, I'll get it up, but I think basically a, a, a drug plane, like yeah. a smuggling plane, had, had like accidentally dropped a pack, a big pack of cocaine, mm-hmm. like a couple of kilos or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, a bear had found it in the woods, yeah. which answers that age old conundrum. <laughs> Does a bear do cocaine in the woods? Do, do cocaine in the woods. Yeah. Um, and he apparently ate the whole pack. <laughs> And then went on a fucking rampage. And then became Ricky Hatton. <laughs> and then became uh, Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. Pitbull. <laughs> he shaved his head. And, uh, uh, that's no, how was, Scarface was born. Yeah. Um, he started wearing like, getting a desk and see yeah. behind it go. And that's how DJ Khaled <laughs> was born. Um, no, so they've, they've made a, like a sort of a, it looks like one of those kind of semi piss take B movie horror kind of, movies about it and oh, the bear doing it is it out and the bear's just going around just like fucking people up because he's, he's on cocaine because he's like all jacked up on the speaking of he, i could see him being the next president of the united states <laughs> oh, no. he'd, he'd actually be quite good <laughs> what the bear yeah I reckon, he'd, I reckon he'd smash it oh my god okay so speaking of uh funny stories yeah we once again on our bonus episode have our private caller yeah the private caller is where we get someone each week to send in their stories, we pick it. And if we like the story, they then come on the podcast and they reveal it. Well, we phone them. Well, and also if we don't like it. If, if we don't like it. But so far, so good. Here we go. We're going to call our private caller. Let's do it. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hi there. Yeah, I'm very well. Thanks. It's uh, Jamie and Alex Millen from Private Parts. How are you doing? 
Fantastic. Thank you for uh, listening to Private Parts. Thank you for being an avid fan of it. How do you know he's an well, avid he, fan? I'm guessing he's a fan. Are you a fan of Private Parts? He might not be. Yeah, yeah, massive fan. Okay, good. Uh, good to clear that up. Okay, tell us your story. Probably about six months ago now, I was at a, my mate's party. It was quite a big sort of black tie event. It was his birthday and the launch of his app, which is like a sustainable app called Name. But anyway, um, he lives in this sort of farm. Mm-hmm. And he basically said to us at the beginning of the night, um, once the night's over, just find a, a these little huts sort of surround like um surrounding the, the farm and he said, There's beds in there, just go in there um when you wanna sleep and, and yeah. So party kicked off, it was a big night, um, had delicious food, mm-hmm. um, which was quite spicy and I didn't realise and <laughs> loaded up on that. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> which yeah, was not a brilliant idea. But anyway, got hammered um and about three o'clock went to sleep, went to find one of these huts and I sort of stumbled into this quite nice looking hut and I thought, well this is nice, but got into bed. Um <laughs> about an hour later I woke up with a like I don't know what I don't know how to describe it. my stomach was like like doing flips basically and I went, Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> quickly jumped out of bed um ran i was absolutely steaming as i was i was so sorry, ran to the loo um to find it full to the brim of like water completely blocked um i was seriously panicking and i was like oh my god sort of waddling about trying to, like, stumbling waddling through these corridors um trying to find another loo and there wasn't and i'm in this hut sort of not near anything else and I'm like, oh my god! Anyway, go back to the bedroom, sit on the chair, sort of head in hands, going, I really need to lose. So I don't know what happened next, but I woke up, and basically <laughs> the chair had been ruined, and <laughs> I had shat on the chair. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I'm sitting there, head in hands. Hands around my ankles. I must have thought it was the loo when I was drunk. <laughs> this chair is like completely ruined. And I'm, it's about four, five o'clock in the morning. I panic and grab the chair and just run and run about ten minutes through this field. Get rid of the chair. Run back. I wish I was hoping no one's seen me. Um, go back to sleep. Whatever. Wake up in the morning. And as soon as I woke up, I, I just I just drove home. I was like, I'm not hanging about here. <laughs> anyway, so the next week was like, I was just on edge. And what, like, my, every time my phone buzzed, I thought it was going to be like, well, I'm, we've lost a chair. But anyway, <laughs> rumours started spreading like on Facebook, like on the group saying, we've, we've lost a chair because these huts were like Airbnbs. And, you know, it was quite a nice chair. And there was all these, all these messages anymore. going about like, We've lost the chair. We cut, like we ruined this chair, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh my god, I know exactly what's happened to this chair." <laughs> I know what's um, happened to it. Um, so I eventually rang my mate, his party it was, and said, "Look, I'm really sorry. I don't know what to do. I've like thought about I don't know sending an anonymous letter to your parents for some money. <laughs> like I know out. what happened to the chair," and he just burst out laughing sent me all these messages of his like family group chat um of basically like his mum going i can't believe someone's taken this chair we can't buy it anymore like this is ridiculous we've had they had the local farmers like searching the property they went in the like lake 
Um, Imagine someone went in the lake. <laughs> they got someone in the lake in like a hazmat suit, and the chair's never been found. Still not. What? The chair's not never not. been found. How far Still did you not. run? I, like, I know where it is, but. <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna have to go back with the police fun. like it's like you're telling us a murder that you committed and yeah yeah you, you don't know telling where the us body where is. the body is yeah so mr mr anonymous man i mean you you know where the uh the victim is you know where the chair is i know where the victim is and he's been brutally assaulted <laughs> oh my god oh my god when you ran with the with the chair were you naked or clothed I had just my boxes on and I woke up in the morning with like blisters on my feet. <laughs> I, I, I was like, what? What on earth? And then I what, what on earth are we doing? Uh, hey, Mr. Anonymous Man, that is a fantastic story. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed that. Listen, I, I love the fact that you kept it secret. I love the fact that um, you still they still haven't found the, the chair. I love the fact that they went searching for it. Dude, thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. No worries, no worries. Oh, mate, have the best day. Cheers, you too. Cheers, please. Bye, Bye mate. That is fantastic. Such, a, such a, a, like, a poignant image of of a man just running through a field, holding a shit-covered oh chair. Just grass. Just, yeah, just running, <laughs> running everywhere. Him. When do you decide to stop? Like, When's a good point? You're like, I think right, when you're I've, knackered. When you're too, you're, you can't you're run so anymore. so tired, you can't run anymore. He puts it down, he's like, goes to sit down. He's like, oh, fuck's sake. No, he's <laughs> knackered. Um, we went to a New Year's party once. And around, uh, I don't know, like early hours of the morning, the fire had died out. So we're like, oh, we need to find more firewood. So a friend of mine found this chair and smashed up the chair and used it as firewood. Anyway, we woke up the next day and he found out it was an antique chair. And he had used the antique chair as firewood. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, what can you say that? Not much. So many funny stories. We had a friend of mine called Charlie. We went to this party when we were much younger. And Charlie fell asleep in a trough. His dad had said to him, we're driving up to your cousins up in Scotland and you cannot, you cannot misbehave. If you misbehave, I'm going to be furious. Mm. Dad turns up at the party. Charlie, a friend who's not meant to misbehave, is passed out naked in the trough. <laughs> like He's trough. In, in the trough. Troughed. And as his punishment on the drive back up to Scotland, as his punishment, every single time Charlie fell asleep, his dad would hit him to wake him back up. <laughs> so he wasn't, didn't, didn't allow him to fall asleep. That's hilarious. It's hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> we, like, I once had a friend, um, we had a massive, uh, like a bin that we'd put loads of ice in to put the beers in. Mm. And he was just like off his head. Fell asleep somehow in this bin with his legs up and his head just like popping out the top. And we um, we put condoms over his ears, and, like stack loads of stuff on his head, and then scream really loudly. He got up, jumped up, and these condoms were just splashing water everywhere. It was really funny. Uh, that's a good one. So I like that. Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember the time? Um, do you remember? Uh, do you remember Dunmore's? They did that festival in his. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't, didn't someone find a pair of knickers with a massive? <laughs> found a poo, poo, poo in it. The poo, the poo in it. <laughs> found knickers with a poo in it. <laughs> I don't know who's that? doing that. Oh God, just too many funny things. Yeah. Um, so, Mister. Alex Mitten. You gonna watch Cocaine Bear? Uh, maybe I will. I might watch it. I think we should watch it as a, and do a, do a very right. very serious review okay. on this show. All right, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna review this movie that you told us about. Is it out on Amazon Prime or something like that? No, I don't think it's out yet. It's out on February twenty third, so and, next year. And supposedly, who's in it? Danny DeVito is the bear. 
Danny DeVito is the bear. Yeah. Um, is it called Cocaine Bear? Yeah, which like is ridiculous because they actually nicknamed the bear Pablo Escobar at the time, and I was like, that's way better. Who the hell is like thinking of this movie? Oh, we're going to write this movie about this I, bear. No, but I know what they're doing. They're going straight down the line. Cocaine bear. Like, I mean, I, I'm talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. All right, everybody, listen. If you want to be a private caller, please, please, please send in your stories to at private podcast on our Instagram. All the private stories we read and we love. And then you can come on the podcast like our anonymous man and you can tell your story. We want to hear from you. This Friday on the podcast, we have... We've got... Who is it? Ivo Graham. Ivo Graham. Comedian. Yeah. Old school pal of yours. Old school pal. Writer. Writer. Tweeter. Was the... The Swan. What was the Swan? He was the Swan uh, of the Sip Smith advert. This is one of, the, one of got, the funniest comedians I, I think he got fired. I'm going to put out there the UK's funniest comedian, one of them. I think. So funny. So smart. So good. I think you are, mate. I think you are. I think you are. All right, everybody. You're the funniest. Ivor Graham this Friday. Um, if we're going to see him till then, have a good time, good luck, and we'll speak to you later. Bye!